You Are More, a podcast to inspire vision, hope, passion, and enlightenment to help facilitate and move you forward in all that you are called and created to both do and be on this earth. You are more. Welcome to my podcast, You Are More. I'm your host, Amy, and I am extremely excited to be with you. Um, I just want to actually just say that again. You are more. Let that sink in for a minute. You are more. You might be thinking, Amy, what do you mean by that anyway? Why are you always saying you are more? I'm saying you are more because there's so many things in this life that'll try to beat you down and make you think that you're less than. You look around at the highlight reels of other things and you think, I'm less than that. I'm not that. I'm not this. I'm not that. But I'm here to tell you, you are more. And I've got great, great news. I've always got good news. The good news is this. When you clocked into purpose, when you came into this earth, you came equipped with everything that you needed to fulfill everything you're called on this earth to fulfill. Isn't that good? You're like the package. You came with all the, you came with everything that you would ever need, completely equipped. Now you might have to develop some of that stuff, but you're equipped. You're well able. And so I just was um, out walking around today. You know, I always like to walk and talk and I was just declaring some things and there's a common theme that goes through my life. And I think that it goes through, through many people. If depending how you're, I'm a flip the narrative kind of person. I think that so many times we have to flip the narrative in our life. We have to see it from a different perspective because we only see in part. That's the tricky thing. We only see in part. We don't see the full picture. We don't see the big picture. And there, there have been seasons in my life. There's been times in my life when I've walked through things that literally I felt like my head was just getting kicked in. I don't know if I, anyone else has been like that. I'm assuming you have because it's life, right? But when I've walked through those seasons, I've had to flip the narrative and I've had to rely on, uh, on a principle. But also, um, again, I always talk about, I think the Bible is the greatest leadership book out there and it's a life book. It's a, it's a pathway. And so when I looked at that, um, I was going through a really in, interesting, interesting season, right? And it could have been seemingly that it was, you know, things were coming and things were happening and it was all bad. And one day I was stressed out. Like I was super stressed and I was like flipping through the Bible. I was like, I got up like a, it was a Saturday morning. I got up probably like four or five o'clock in the morning. I'm just flipping, flipping, flipping. I couldn't get peace with anything. Have you been there? You can't get peace because you're in the midst of a storm and you can't get peace. The boat's rocking. It's the people are like weeble wobbles. They won't fall down, but they're rocking. Right. Um, but I couldn't get peace. And all of a sudden I had this feeling. I looked down and I found this verse and it said, that which is meant for your evil, God's turning it for your good to save much people alive. That which is meant for my evil, God is turning for my good to save many people. And I started to really interpret that because that like hit my spirit and I just sank down. And every time that situation would present itself, because it lasted for two years, and it was a, it was a, a legal battle that I had for two years. And, um, I literally would say, man, that which is meant for my evil, you're turning it for my good. You're turning it for my good. I don't know how you're turning it for my good. Nothing looks like it's nothing good. Looks like it's coming from it, but you're turning it for my good. Somehow, some way you're making a way you're turning it for my good. That legal battle lasted me again. Like I just said, almost two years, it was extremely stressful. And like thoughts would just hit my head and thoughts of fear and thoughts of what if, and I'm here to tell you that what if you turn the what if from a negative to what if it was positive, right? I had no idea the, the, the path that I would have to walk down with that, with that suit, 
Um, the good news is that the ultimate good news was that I was completely released from it, um, with absolutely nothing like it was like completely released. In fact, the judge completely vindicated me and said, you're absolutely have nothing, no involvement in this. And that was a great, great day. And I'll always celebrate that day. Um, but literally I thought to myself, what good came out of this? Well, here's what good came out of this. I had made a decision I had gone, I had, I had looked at some properties, I had made a decision and I got involved with someone that I didn't have a good feeling about. Like I just had an alarm, right? Like eh, I shouldn't get involved in it. But the sales part of me decided when I met with them again to go over value. I even said to someone in my office, I'm just going to go present value to them because I told them I would do that, but I'm not going to be the agent because something just feels a bit off to me. And I got out there and I was like, oh, I can do this and that and excitement got the best of me and opportunity got the best of me. And I took it on hook, line and sinker. And it ended up being two years of hell. Um, and it ended up costing so much emotionally and mentally. It was stressful, right? And at the end of the day, I'm like, what good came out of it? Well, here's the what good came out of it. I trust my gut. When I, my gut feels says something's off, something's off. And when I've had, and that, that alone has saved me so much, right? It has saved me so many different things because when you get that vibe, you get that feeling, you just got to trust it, even if it doesn't look that way. And so I've really learned to lean into that gut feel. And if you trust your gut feel, you'll start to, you'll start to see some things too. We can all think of things like, yeah, I should have trusted my gut on that. Right. But you say, Amy, what else, what else came from that? What else was good about that? Um, so here's the craziest thing. I am a big watch person. Like I love watches. And the day after the, uh, the suit uh, was settled, I had an attorney that was not my attorney who was representing somebody else. Give me a great watch and said, Amy, thank you so much for all your testimony, all your work and all your help on this. And I was like, what? When does that happen? Again, I'm like, okay, you're turning this for my good. You're turning this for my good. Well, guess what? And I was so embarrassed because to have a jury and a trial and all that kind of stuff, so embarrassed. But guess what happened? I got a couple clients out of it. God turned it for my good. He turned it for my good. Now, do I want to go down that path again? I have absolutely no desire. Do I do everything? I mean, I am so, we evaluate, we over-disclose, we do everything so that we don't ever get into a situation, right? So it, it caused me to, to tighten everything up. Uh, but more than that, it created a deep belief on the inside that no matter what, he's working for my good. No matter what, this is turning for my good. And I literally, if I said it once a day, I said it a hundred times a day. I don't know how it's working, but this is all working for my good. And some of you need to stamp your life and stamp your circumstances and stamp the bad things that you've had happen to you and say, it's all working for my good. Because when you accept that it's all working for your good, guess what you start to see? Your mind starts to pull towards it. Your mind is a magnet. It starts to pull to it all good, right? It starts to pull out of it provision. It starts to pull out of it supply. It starts to pull out of it all the right people. When it starts to pull out a different chapter, when all things are working for your good and you're focused on that, it's all working for my good. Somehow this is being turned for my good. Somehow it's being turned for my good. You may not see it right away. You might be walking through the darkest night. You might not, you might literally be like, I can't see the forest through the trees. I am one foot in front of the other. Well, that's good. One foot in front of the other. Keep going. Keep going. Do not quit. 
But when you start to like literally bathe your mind and all things are working for my good, all things are working for my good. That which was meant to destroy me, that which was meant to take me out is actually a setup to bring me into the future that really where I can be most effective, that really my life is satisfied, where really the goodness comes forth. All things are working for your good. You just have to shift the narrative. And there are days you might sit in a pile, sit in a heap and feel bad for yourself and think, woe is me. I cannot believe I'm dealing with this. But when something rises up and you say, aha, uh -huh. I'm going to look at the situation. I'm going to point at, I point at things like imaginary in my head. Like I'm like, oh, I'm looking at that mountain and I'm saying, oh, mountain move, get out of my way. Right. I'm looking at, it and I'm saying, this is turning for my good. I don't know how I don't have the answers yet. I don't see a path through, but somehow I'm releasing that into the atmosphere. All things, all things, all things, they are working for my good. Here's the reality. If all things are working for your good, you can't lose. And you're like, Amy, you don't even know what I've walked through. I've lost this and, and I've lost that. And I've been devastated by this. And I've been devastated by that. Here's the reality. We do live in a fallen world. Tragedy. Tragedy hits. Things, things the, the, the devastation hits, hits lives, you know, in, in this fallen world. But if on the inside, you can start to say, man, I don't want to live in this ruins the rest of my life. I don't want to live in the, in this area. I don't want to just sit in this because guys, here's the thing, a tragedy, a disappointment, a loss. If you don't choose and make a conscious decision to get back up, to keep moving, to keep putting your foot out there, to keep making the call, to keep extending yourself out there. You could have, you could spend an entire lifetime in misery. You could spend an entire lifetime in bitterness. You could spend an entire lifetime and literally um, never see the goodness that is around here and on this earth for you to experience and on this earth for you to be a part of. And I say that, that you're not, it can cause you to sit on the sidelines. You might be looking like you're an active participant. The key there is looking. You might be looking like you're an active participant while all along you feel so alone, so alienated, so under the pile, so to speak. You're walking through, walking through, but you're not really engaged. I promise you, if you'll begin to flip the narrative, and here's what I do. Guys, I'm a big person. I like write things down. I cross things out. But write it down. Write down what it is that you're having an issue with, right? And put a big old X on that issue, and I would do this. I would mark it like this. All things. This is turning for my good. This particular situation is turning in my favor. This is turning for my good. Something's being deposited on the inside of me that I would not have if I had not walked through it. And with what I have that I've walked through, I'm, I'm able to meet the needs of other people and other human beings on this planet at a whole entirely different level. Because there's some things, guys, if you've not walked through it, you have no, you have no ability to, re to relate or to even be able to um, add a lot of value to anyone's life if you've not gone through anything. But most people, if they've gone, if they're past the age of 25, they've experienced some things that they've had to stamp it and mark it. All things working for my good. What situation do you need to take the rubber stamp to and say, 
working for my good. I don't see it. I don't know it. I don't, I don't have a way out of it. I can't fix my way out of it. I can't study my way out of it. I can't all things working for my good. Here's the thing, guys. You are a magnet. You're a walking magnet. You're a walking magnet. So whatever your thoughts are, because as you think, so are you, right? As a man thinketh, so he is. And, and so here's, you've got all these thoughts going on. As you're thinking these thoughts, all things are working for my good. Oh, this is working for my good. Oh, this is working for my good. Guess what starts to come into play? Everything starts to turn towards your good. Oh, you find favor with somebody. Oh, someone gives you an opportunity. Oh, someone feels compelled to come work with you. Oh, someone decides they want to do business with you. Oh, someone wants to invite you to dinner. All things are working for your good. And then with what you're equipped with, what you walk with, that's where you can start to meet the needs of people at a completely different level. And that's where life really gets fun. And I hate to say that it's that you're not able to really meet people in their needs if you haven't walked through anything. But honestly, do you, do you, I can sit there and listen to someone's successes and be impressed with them and say kudos and congratulations and that's awesome. But guess where I identify and connect with them at? In their losses, in their pain, and what they've walked through. And when you do that, when you, when someone has the ability to communicate that, guess what you start to do? If they can get through it, I can get through it too. If they can experience that and, and overcome it, then I can too. Do you see how critical it is that, that we actually um, start to stamp things in a different way? Because if I stamp it in a different way, this is working for my good, then guys, guess what? I'm going to start to attract those things to my life. Thoughts are things, and I'm not getting woo-woo on you at all, but thoughts are things. So you have to be um, so careful and guard your mind, guard your thoughts, examine them. As you're walking through your life, examine the thoughts that you're thinking. And I know I talk about this all the time on this podcast because your thoughts are so critical, and I think that your life looks like what your thoughts look like. I'm telling you, guard your mind, guard your heart, but guard that mind. It's, it's a gate to your life. And if you want to know what your future looks like, Listen to your thoughts. Woo, that's scary. Listen to your thoughts. If you want to know what your future looks like, just listen to them. Guys, we have like, I don't know, 70, 80,000 thoughts a day, and 90% of them are negative, and 90% of them are just the same thought pattern we've been having for day after day. Groundhog's Day every single day, right? If you want to, you have the space to, to inject other things, but literally, if you want to look at your life and say, look at my life in whole, look at my life. It's how you think. It's how you think. One person can be walking through one personal, I mean, it can be walking through a storm in their life and, then, and another walking through the exact same storm and yet each sees it completely different. And the outcomes are probably completely different depending on how you see it. How you see things is so critical, but how you see things is how you think about things. So I want you to, to go back and think, how can I stamp this situation, this bad situation that would seemingly be bad and stamp it with all things are working for my good. He's turning this for my good. This is being turned for my good. I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't see it, but all things are working for my good. When you can mark it like that, and you can really start to internalize this, you're going to have a wobble time. You get hit with bad news. You get hit with, with, you get served divorce papers. You get hit with a diagnosis. You get hit with whatever it might be, a financial setback, whatever it might be, a relationship issue, 
whatever it is. I'm not saying you're not going to have a wobble time with this is going to get turned for my good. But if you can process through it and start to just mark it, ah, oh, this is one of those I'm turning. This is God is going to turn this for my good. He's turning this for my good to make me more effective with other people. He's turning this for my good. He's equipping me. He's equipping me even at a greater level. He's turning all things that would be seemingly negative for my good. If I can perceive that, if I don't get into bitterness, if I don't get into to discouragement to the point that I don't even make any more steps forward, right? If I don't quit, all things will turn for my good. That's what his word says. That which is meant for your evil, I'm turning for your good to save much people alive. And when you're walking through the storm, you're walking through hell, let that be your mantra. I don't know how this is going to turn. I don't know how it's going to end. I don't know what it looks like, but somehow, somewhere, there's something being built in me that is going to work for my good, that is necessary for where I'm going with my future, right? You're being equipped for where you're going for your future. I'm a person that believes that that life is ever expanding. Your influence should be expanding. Your capacity should be expanding. I, I'm not a person that buys into the concept of, you know, just to retire and settle back in. And, and I'm just not wired that way. I don't want to go spend my days golfing and doing those kinds of things. I want to be, be impactful. Not that go, golfing and doing that's not impactful, but I'm saying I want to have, I want to live life on purpose, right? And with purpose, we can say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm settling down. I'm, I'm changing. I'm retiring all that kind of, no, guess what? Do this, flip the narrative. You have the opportunity to be more impactful than you've ever been in your entire life. Because you have all this wisdom behind you. You have all this experience behind you. And you have all these people that would love to sit at your feet and have the opportunity to learn from you. When you think like that, when you start to turn that narrative, how can I be a contributor? Because I have gone through all of this, not to just sit back and relax, to go to, to serve, to, to give back. Because when you give back, guess what? Life just keeps giving back to you. I have a very dear friend of mine. She's 94. And I literally look at her. And if you look at her countenance, her countenance is, is joy. Her countenance is, she's beautiful. And I can tell that she's, that, that she literally lives because she serves other people all the time. She contributes goodness to other people's lives all the time. And guess what? She's literally eating the fruit of it, the energy of it. There's an energy about her that I can, that I don't see in, in a half of like 30 or 40 year olds. She's got this great energy about her. But it's the energy because she's constantly serving other people. And when you serve other people and when you reach out and meet the needs of other people, guess what it does? It pulls you. It shifts you. It moves you. You need to do those things because it literally propels you into your future in a greater measure. It, it moves you off of dead center. It literally illuminates your next step. I've, I've said this multiple times on this podcast, but I believe it's just such a principle and such a concept. When you're in hell, when you're walking through things, do the next thing. Get out there and help someone else who's in a worse spot. When you don't know what to do, there's always someone in a worse spot than you. And the only way out of your pit is to help someone else get out of theirs. That's the only true way out. I don't honestly know any other way than to serve another human being. You're in a mess, go serve someone else who's in a bigger mess. You're, you have somebody that's going through, I mean, you might have, be, have problems in your business. Someone else is having bigger issues, right? You might be having problems in your health. Someone else is having bigger health issues. You might be having relationship issues. Someone else is in a darker spot that way. Go serve them. I'm telling you, as you serve them, that whole thing starts to turn for your good. It's all working for your good. Let's adopt that mantra 
let's stamp every circumstance in our life. Even if you just take a mental picture of it now, can you see that stamp, right? Working for my good. It's all being turned to work for my good. And here's what you got to know. Because you're on this earth, you have a purpose. You have a great destiny. You truly are. You are more. You're more than the life you're living right now. You're more than your circumstances that you're seeing right now. You are more. You're more. So take those circumstances and stamp them. All things working for my good. Be blessed. I hope you'll uh, like it, share it, give us a five-star review. And as always, we'll be coming back to you to encourage you, to inspire you, and to um, just help you live that you are more life. So be blessed. <laughs>